Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the Podcon Go Network. Podcon Go. Family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Today's story is Something Happened in Our Town by Dr. Marianne Chilano, Dr. Marietta Collins, and Dr. Anne Hazard. Illustrated by Jennifer Zavoin. Before we begin the story, I have a quick note for parents. Today's story, Something Happened in Our Town, directly addresses police violence in a sensitive and caring way. It's published by Imagination Press, which is a division of the American Psychological Association, and is presented here today with permission by the American Psychological Association. If you have any concerns about whether or not this story is appropriate for your child, I encourage you to listen to the episode first. For me, I feel like this is a pretty timely topic that a lot of kids are hearing about, and it's my hope that today's episode helps your family have more conversations around this issue. And now for the story. Something bad happened in our town. The news was on the TV, the radio, and the internet. The grown-ups didn't think the kids knew about it. But the kids in Ms. Garcia's class heard some older kids talking about it. And they had questions. After school, Emma asked her mother, Why did the police shoot that man? It was a mistake, said her mother. I feel sad for the man and his family. Yes, The police thought he had a gun, said her father. It wasn't a mistake, said her sister Liz. The cops shot him because he was black. Emma was confused. He's brown, not black, she said. Some black people have dark brown skin, and some have light brown skin, Emma's father explained. Black usually means African American. Most of their ancestors were brought here from Africa as slaves. I know what a slave is, said Emma. That's when you have to do whatever the other person says. Yes, slaves had to do whatever white people told them to do. Even after slavery ended, white people didn't let black people live where they wanted, go to school with white people, or vote. Who are white people? White people came here from places in Europe, or Russia, or other countries. We are white, even though our skin is light tan. Did our family do those bad things a long time ago? asked Emma. Yes, answered her mother. Back then, many white people thought that they were better than black people, even though that wasn't true. Liz added, Some white people still think most black men and boys are dangerous, even though they're not. Was the man that got shot dangerous? asked Emma. No, her mother said. 
shooting him was a mistake. It was a mistake that is part of a pattern. Like the pattern on my blanket? Emma asked. Yes, but this pattern is being nice to white people and mean to black people. It's an unfair pattern. Suppose you had a birthday party and invited everyone in your class except the black kids, her mother said. How would the black kids feel? They would be sad, Emma said. Or mad? And you would be missing out, because you never know who is going to be your best friend, said Liz. And you can help others to be fair, said her mother. Like telling Anna to stop teasing Ling about her name? Her mother gave her a hug. Yes, just like that. In another house, Josh asked his mother, Can police go to jail? Yes, said his mother. Why do you ask? That white policeman who shot the black man, said Josh. Will he go to jail? What he did was wrong, said his mother. But he won't go to jail, said his father. Why not, asked Josh. Cops stick up for each other, said Josh's brother Malcolm. And they don't like black men. Josh was confused. Why not? Some police are black. You're right, said his mother. Uncle James is a police officer, and so is my friend Kenya. There are many cops, black and white, who make good choices, said his father. But we can't always count on them to do what's right. Malcolm added, I could get stopped by the police just because I'm black, even if I don't do anything wrong. That's not fair, Josh said. What if it was a white man in the car? Would the police have shot him? They probably wouldn't have even stopped the car, said his father. Sometimes white people are treated better than black people, said his mother. But it's not right. Everybody should be treated fairly. Josh's mother gave him a hug. We're proud of who we are. Harriet Tubman, Martin Luther King Jr., and Nelson Mandela were strong and brave black leaders. They showed us that we can stand up for our rights and set good examples for others. They were treated unfairly, but helped others learn to be more fair. Some people haven't learned yet, said his father angrily. Why are you mad? asked Josh. I'm mad that we're still being treated poorly sometimes, but I can use my anger to make things better, said his father. Black people have a lot of power if we work together to make changes. I have power, Josh said, and I'm smart. His father smiled. You're right, his mother added. And you can change people's hearts by sticking up for someone who's not treated fairly. Like how Malcolm sticks up for me when the kids tease me about my glasses? Josh asked. He tells them to step off. Just like that, his parents said. The next day, a new kid joined Emma in Josh's class. His name was Omad, and he was from a country far away.
Omad didn't know where to sit or what to do because it was his first day in school. He talked a little bit, but it was hard to understand him. He said he was learning English. After lunch, the class went outside to play soccer. Daniel and Sophia picked kids to be on their teams. All of the kids were picked to be on a team, except Omad. Daniel said Omad probably didn't know how to play because he was new. Sophia said Omad might not be good at soccer. Josh remembered what his mother had said about sticking up for people who are treated unfairly. Emma remembered what her mother said about unfair patterns and birthday parties. All of a sudden, Omad wasn't alone. Emma and Josh were leading him to their team. We have enough kids on our team, Daniel said. We don't need him. But Josh was ready. Step off, he said. He's playing. Yeah, said Emma. We don't want to miss out. And just like that, Emma and Josh gained a new friend and started a better pattern in their school. This story is about two kids from different families who live in the same town, Emma and Josh. How are Emma and Josh different from each other? Could you tell from listening to the story that Emma's family was white and Josh's family was black? What are some ways in which their families are the same? Do you have anything in common with Emma's family or Josh's family? Just like the kids in this story, who've been hearing things from other kids or their parents or in the news, you might have been hearing something in the news, too, about police, about people getting hurt. Have you talked to your grown-ups at all about these things? Have you ever met a police officer? What was that experience like? We've been talking about this a lot at my house. Me, my children, their father. We've all had a lot of questions about what's going on. We've all had a lot of questions about the unfair patterns that we've seen around us. And we've been trying to think of ways that we can help. Emma and Josh are trying to create a different, more fair pattern in their school. How could you try to make a positive difference in your community? I have hope that we can all create better patterns for how to relate to each other, 
and how to treat each other well. My favorite part of this book is when Emma's sister says to her, you never know who's going to be your best friend. And it's true. I'm grateful for all the friends I've made in my life. People of so many different colors. And the joy and wisdom and laughter that we've shared. Today's story, Something Happened in Our Town, a child's story about racial injustice, is by Dr. Marianne Chilano, Dr. Marietta Collins, and Dr. Anne Hazard. It's published by Imagination Press, which is a division of the American Psychological Association. Imagination Press publishes books on a variety of topics that are all carefully designed and written by psychologists to help children understand and process what's happening in their lives and the world around them. I am grateful to Imagination Press for giving us permission to share this story with you today on Elderberry Tales. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, the illustrations are amazing, and it's the kind of story that you might want to refer to again and again with your children, or that you might want to pass around to friends of yours so that they can have conversations with their children about this issue. It's available on Amazon and through independent bookstores. It's also available to purchase directly from Imagination Press, and I'll link to that in the show notes and on my social media posts. Thanks for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll see you next week.